0: Welcome to People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. My guest today is Brent Skinner, the co-founder and principal analyst at 360 Insights. He and I recorded a webinar the other day where we talked about HR's changing role how it can work itself into various business processes, and how it all impacts the development and sale of HR technology. We'll listen to it today on this edition of PeopleTech. So let me ask you a couple of questions. Um, to, to start, <clears throat> you know, HR is always looking to protect or expand its influence in the in the organization. What specifically does HR need to do to accomplish that given the background you just gave us
1: yeah it's a good question um it's it's a tough question it's not an easy question but I would say one one place to start is to just reimagine their basic for HR to reimagine its basic charter or or, or 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 what it is as a department. So let let me give you an uh, example that might, or an analogy that might help uh, people sort of visualize this or or understand it, conceptualize it. So uh, HR wants to be seen as the you know the high school career coach maybe, and not the high school principal, right? So when you're going, when HR gets involved. Is it because it's a beloved uh, teacher or, or coach in the, uh, in the organization, or in, in the school, uh, getting involved and you can't wait to have that interaction versus, you know, oh gosh, I'm in trouble. HR's involved and in getting in called to the principal's office. I think that's really at, at, at the core. That's the essence of the sort of the shift and mindset that HR really needs to take on to, um, to be able to. to to reimagine and and reposition itself in the organization for its emerging new role. Because it's definitely not going to be, let's put it this way. HR has been seen as a cost center for a very long time. And because of that, uh, there's a lot of technology out there that's getting really close to solving completely for that. (laughs) And so the last thing you want to be as an HR department is thinking of yourself as a cost center right? You want to be outside of that, that you want to kind of step outside of that thought and, uh, and think of yourself as, okay, now that we no longer have to be a cost center, what can we be? Let's get out ahead of this too, so that we actually have, we have influence over that. We're seeing culturally within the organization as a place to go for that um, before, the last thing you want to be doing is scrambling to prove yourself in that domain as the um, operational piece of HR is uh, is uh, is really really buttoned down.
0: Well, you know, repositioning yourself the, the way you're describing it it involves changing others' perceptions of you, not just in terms of what they think about you, but what they're going to let you do. You know, and I'm th- I'm thinking about performance management. That, you know, who owns that HR or the department head, or the the higher the the manager. You know, they all sort of have their their fingers in that pie. How does HR work itself into these different processes um, so that its ownership seems like a natural thing? You know, my thought is that they have to be very business savvy. They, They have to understand not only business in general, but the organization in particular, know how it operates, know how it works, know a lot about the culture, on the ground, not just you know in the in the conference room, to pull that sort of thing off. But what do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, HR needs to become very business savvy. So we talked about the concept of HR technologists, but there's also the idea that you know HR needs to understand business uh, and that that the organization is ultimately a business. So you're absolutely right about that. I would also th- say that a lot of these technologies and also These newer ways of thinking that are that have been in 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 part at least uh, prompted by innovations and technology in terms of taking your example for instance uh, for for example uh, for instance sorry (laughs) performance management right moving away from an annual performance review uh, which is you know we actually just. Recorded a podcast. I'll be going live next week around this. I just learned that you know perform, the a- annual review process was actually invented by the um, um, uh, by the military um, over 70 years ago, and so it's funny that we've kind of adapted that for adopted that for all of um, of business. But the idea is that the technology is out there, and those line managers in your organization. Line of business managers—they're—they're they're going to um, catch wind of these technologies, and—and—and and, and so it's really important for HR to take the lead now to be that HR technologist, those HR technologists to understand what's out there and take the lead on it. Because if HR takes the lead on it, that—that that, I think that really um, greatly um, uh, increases their ability to to have a role in it moving forward, because, you know, if HR is, is sort of coming in from behind saying, Oh yeah, that's great. Uh, uh, line manager that you found this, uh, uh, we need to be involved. That's not the most advantageous or, or um, uh, powerful position to be in.
0: That leads to the question about what's going on out in the real world today. Hmm. Um, you know, how is, how is HR changing today? And And how is their revamping, let's say, um, how is that gonna influence the function's efforts to position itself within the organization? Which I think what I'm asking to put it more clearly is what's HR doing now to make people take it more seriously and have people more willing to allow HR to get involved in the business?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question, and I don't know if I have uh, an uh, entirely, um, you know, cohesive answer to it. But there's a few things. So, I saw some uh, some uh, a sur- survey result, and I, and I don't recall where it came from, but it was a reputable source. And from the last two years that uh hr the vast majority of hr uh, departments uh industry wide are uh, hr leaders excuse me are very laser focused on the employee experience right so that's that's something that they are very focused on and so you know i think that is um encouraging it's interesting because in my opinion the role of hr is going to change no matter what it, it, it's moving in this direction away from operational, um, be sort of the seat of uh, power, seat of uh, focus being operational mostly to the seat of focus being more um, potentially employee experience focused. I think it's, it's shifting anyway. You know? And so it's not so much a, f- a question of whether HR departments are going to uh, be able to change the shift in focus. Uh, it's more that they need to be ahead of it. And and make sure that they are moving where 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 it's going. Um, that that to me is really really key. There's going to be a change. There's going to be a point at which um, uh, the old the old sort of uh, conventional view of an HR department just won't really have an analog in the real world, except except in uh, organizations that are sort of uh, much less further along in their HCM maturity, like smaller organizations that are just moving to to this point where they're deciding to maybe automate HR as opposed to handling it completely manually and these sorts of things.
0: Now you you said earlier uh, something along the lines of that this isn't about control. Yeah. So what's it about?
1: It's about, it's about empowering the workforce. And when I say the workforce, I mean leaders in the organization all the way down to, uh, you know, uh, assembly line people. Right. It's about empowering them. So it's not about. I think if HR views this as losing control, then they will lose control. <laughs> it would be sort of a self fulfilling prophecy, right? Because, because they are losing control in a sense, right? There, there's this eight, there's this whole employee experience that's happening. Everywhere in the organization, HR is right there, sort of in their in their department. It's a you know it's a relatively small uh, number of people compared to the size of the organization. There's only so much that they can even really um, monitor or really be a part of in any given moment. And so, the idea of of controlling the employee experiences is, is I think, that's the wrong that that says they're setting themselves up for failure it's it's more of an idea of sending yourself as as a positioning yourself as an hr department as a uh, as a point of as as a um, source of empowerment for the uh for the organization so if there's anything pos- being that that force can that can maybe influence a uh, positive um uh, cascading, uh, you know, um, event uh, related to the employee experience or or being there and being able to maximize any given employee experience, um, instance of the employee experience in any given point in time that's of particular um, import.
0: Is, is this whole discussion about ownership or about influence,
1: do you think? It's about influence. Absolutely. It's, you know, there's, there's definitely a piece of ownership. So, but it's, but it's ultimately about influence. Um, And it is, it's about both, but the ultimate, the expression of it is influence, right? So HR needs to understand that, that it needs to, let's talk about employer culture. Right, that, that's a little bit different than employee experience, but let's talk about employer culture. For instance, we did a podcast with um, the uh, the CM, now CMO at the time, the SVP of marketing at one of the large vendors, and it's on our on our website where we talked about should who should own the employer uh, culture, who should own it, right? And um, th- the idea, and what we concluded is that everybody. Should own the employer culture, but somebody should be should be responsible for it, right? And that should be HR. So if you think about employee experience, who owns the employer experience? Well, I don't know if anybody can own the employee experience, but it happens everywhere. But who should be responsible, or say, going to step up and say, "Okay, we're going to be the stewards of the employee experience." Um, and that needs to be HR. And that way they can exert the influence over it that they, that, that frankly, they're uh, the types of people in HR are custom made to do, to, to have that influence. It's not, again, the employee experience isn't necessarily part of the natural domain of HR. When you think about it, operate uh, from, from structure logistically. Right. But HR can definitely exert influence over it by taking responsibility for it.
0: You know, this brings us up to the, the question about HR technology and what is what is its role in, um, in, in all of this? And is it really about HR technology or plain old business technology also, um, depending on what <laughs> is going to be done? How do you see the, you know, the technology that HR uses, let's say, influence, influencing this whole
1: pursuit?
0: What's, what's that mean for the HR department?
1: So a couple of things. First of all, HR cannot take responsibility for the employee experience from from a from a global standpoint, from sort of a, in a if you want to say in a sort of a, a symbolic standpoint, or exert or exert influence over the employee experience without uh, state the state of the art of technology that's out there today. Uh, there's there's definitely there's a will there's a way. You can have the will and the way is the technology, right? So that's one thing I would like to say. Uh, uh, another thing that I would say is that technology. I don't think there's really a vendor out there today that's that um, that would really mind ultimately whether their uh, prospective customer remains HR department or becomes, you know. Uh, somebody else within the organization, as long as there are mar- as there's a market for their technology that happens to uh, happens to be re- related to the uh, management of the employment of people HCM uh, then, then that that company will stay in business. So what I'm trying to say there is that the technology is going to proliferate and it's going to go where it's needed. The innovate the development of it, the innovation of it is going to move in that direction to where it's needed. HR, that's where the HR tech, again, the HR technologist idea comes in, where you need to be aware of what that technology is doing. And so that you can get out ahead and lead as the HR department. One of the things that one of the things that's that's uh if it's not readily apparent yet to uh to the folks who are attending is that HR's role is not going to just Right now, you know, you have these these um administ- the administria, planet administria, right? <laughs> Where you have all this stuff that just has to get done, operational HR, and sort of it's very clear-cut what HR's role is. And HR doesn't have to go out there and and, and say at the top of its as lungs, as I have this administrative stuff that you need to let me do. No, that's stuff that that the organization just easily understands needs to be done, right? In the future, as we move into the future of the of work, HR's role will be more uh, of HR making a case for itself, and part of that is that that business savvy, making the business case for itself. Um, that we need to be involved. This is our natural role, um, and and we're going to do it. And that's where HR has become sort of the, uh, the master of its own destiny. And it, and it involves a number of variables that we've, we've talked about so far today. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on.
0: sure why this this, um, idea is going through my head but let's see Um, you know there's a a saying that nobody goes to the hardware store for a drill bit they go because they want a hole and you know I I wonder does does something like that kind of you know fit in here with HR technology where we've got so many vendors who are specializing in some in engagement some in in um, performance management, some in culture, some in experience, are, are we sort of going to be, you know, victims of that? Where you're just going to have to keep cobbling together uh, your own uh, solutions, rather than find a, a couple of solutions that you know you can you can work. With?
1: Yeah. yeah so that that's a big question and I don't know if I can answer all of it right now because I think that's entire that's a, that that might be another webinar <laughs> we can <laughs> think about that maybe. <laughs> but but in any event you know one of one of the the large analyst organizations out there I think it was Gardner they came out with a report and I forgot. I forgot the title of it, uh, but this idea that you, uh, part of what you're talking about, Mark, is this idea of going from uh, going, you know, one suite to handle as much of HCM as possible. I think that's what you're talking about, as opposed to cobbling it together. Um, according to Gartner, um, things are kind of moving back uh, in the other direction, where some of these full suite, suite players, you know, they have their they have their their sort of their sweet spot uh, customers that that they who's whose um, uh, needs they can mostly or almost entirely satisfy. But but in general, in the macro, there's going to be a move. There's a move in the direction of cobbling together different different point solutions. We're actually moving back uh, outward, uh, if you want to call it outward. So that's one thing. Um, Another thing that's interesting is about and it doesn't speak exactly to, 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 to your question there, but it goes to, you know, the idea, nobody goes to, to the, to the hardware store for a drill bit. They go there because they need a hole, right? This, this kind of, if you want to fix, uh, I know, you know, we're our focus today as on HR practitioners, keeping their skin in the play experience game, but if we want to just kind of go on a tangent for a moment here. If you're a vendor in the space and, um, and you are looking at every potential customers or existing customers' challenges as a performance. This, okay, this is a performance management problem, or this is a compensation uh, management problem, or a succession planning problem, or, or a scheduling problem, right? Maybe in, in workforce management, it's a little bit more clear cut. Uh, but in those other examples, that's kind of the wrong approach today, because you're, 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 um, you're selling a drill bit. Um, instead of looking at what the customer's whole is, and determining, you know how you can solve for that. And moving away also from the siloed thinking in uh, especially in talent management right where where we have sort of these these really arbitrary honestly uh silos are uh, certainly are but uh, um where there is there's just points of discussion and we kind of built the talent management suite around these silos but you know today this stuff is happening a lot more holistically um, everything blends uh i think we I did a podcast with my colleague at 360 insights a couple of months ago. And we said talent management, will it blend? <laughs> it was a bit of a play on that YouTube viral YouTube guy from a few years back. Um, but it's all happening at the same time. Let's go back to the self-evolving AI, self-evolving skills ontologies uh, that I talked about a few minutes ago. Those are you have learning, learning opportunities that that fit right in. Right. So you figure out whose skills are what and how you can uh, bring learning in right away or how you can bring in talent acquisition right away. It's all, it's kind of all moving together. Right. And so there's, there's really isn't uh, so much of a, that's why organizations that approach, Let's not to not to park on talent management for too much here. But there's a lot of a lot of organizations they run into trouble when they look at talent management as the individual pieces. Okay, we're going to do performance management. We're going to do succession planning, and looking at like a siloed solution. That's where where they run into trouble. Instead of understanding that it all it all happens together, and the technology has finally reached a point where it it facilitates it makes that possible.
0: So. My last question is, um, if you go inside the vendor's vendors house, where they're building the software, they're building these solutions, are they seriously spending time and thinking about these kind of issues, or are they just basically following where the customer
1: leads them? My answer to that, the smart vendors, and there are smart vendors out there. Are approaching it um, in the um, the more enlightened way that you just described. There are there are vendors out there that just kind of focused on on um, you know sort of the 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 conventional or the meat and potatoes and just you know building a better mousetrap, if you will, right? Um, but but there are smart vendors out there that are actually thinking very dynamically um, about about the employee experience and how um, HR departments can have the maximum impact and influence over the, that employee experience that they possibly can. Uh, we actually just had, this is, this is one example. There are others, but it's one that comes to mind. is we, we just, we just uh, posted a podcast episode uh, last week with a, uh, VP of solution strategy, it uh, happens to be iSoft. We had a long, conversation, lengthy conversation around that and they they published a report uh, based on the survey they commissioned around you know what HR departments uh, should be doing to, um, what they should be thinking about vis-a-vis the employee experience. So it wasn't so much how to exert as much influence over it as opposed to what are the types of things that matter to employees when it comes to the employee experience. Uh, one is, you know, uh, caring about how they are overall, uh, their employee uh, uh, well-being, this sort of thing. And if you want to kind of go down the rabbit hole there, and we'll actually one of our themes for 2023 uh, for the HCM practice here at 360 Insights is this idea that, you know, do we need another term? Do we need to replace the term employee experience with something else that's more uh, sort of like what's the next thing? What's the next term that will supersede or or, or um Will you know take the place of employee experience, and will maybe mean a little bit more about? Maybe it'll encompass work-life balance and all these sorts of things because we hear about employee well-being. And you know, where does where does employee experience end, and the employees the rest of employees' life begin, or is there too much? Is there is it just all blended today? These are lots of uh, very interesting questions. But but to go just to circle back to your. Main point there. There are vendors out there that are thinking about this um, in a smart, holistic way. There's vendors in every space that are kind of not thinking innovatively, um, but but it's a little bit of a of a tired trope, of if you will. But I think a lot more vendors are thinking about this um, in an innovative, sort of integrated way than than aren't. To be honest with you, I, I you know, I'm, I'm encouraged.
0: Brent, we're out of time, but it is always fun going through this stuff with you. So
1: thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me. This has been just a really fascinating uh, discussion. And uh, I'll just second that, Mark. I, I, I love our discussions, um, and I'm glad we were able to broadcast one of them.
0: My guest today has been Brent Skinner the co-founder and principal analyst of 360 Insights. And this has been People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. We're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcasts.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert, Warren Buffett, once said, Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media